What's up, everyone? My name is Joe Navarro. I am your host, and this is Empower Co's podcast, All Things Wellness. Hello, in community. Welcome to another episode of All Things Wellness. I am here today with my girl, Mars. She is a holistic fitness coach right now in transition to becoming a trauma-informed holistic fitness coach. And she is amazing. I found her on TikTok. And I, when I tell you, I screamed out loud when I saw <laughs> the information that she was talking about on TikTok. It just, it filled my heart with joy and I was so happy. And now here we are talking about our journey in fitness, but how your healing actually has to do with your fitness. So Mars, I'll take it out to you. Why do you do what you do? How did you get here? All the things, tell us. Yeah, Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I'm so happy when you reached out. Um, I'm so glad that that video reached people that it needed to reach. So I was super excited, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, I actually started fitness coaching um, out of the intention to help people with their mental health. Um, I actually started working out and weightlifting and stuff after I graduated college. And that was also about the time when I started working on my healing, like trauma and, you know, growth mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Cultivating all of those things. Um, and so when I noticed that, you know, exercising and eating better and sleeping better and all those things actually helped me improve my mental health and helped me improve my emotional intelligence and my emotional agility. That's when I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's when I was like, I've got to help people do this. So that's when I got into personal training. Um, And even then I was still trying to um, like find ways to like integrate all of the like mental health stuff and emotional health stuff that I learned mm-hmm. into my sessions, um, but it wasn't mm-hmm. enough. So I stepped out of the gym and started Mars Fitness. And now I train ladies online from all over the world and it's great. So that's kind of how I got into where I am now. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. And I think we and need so, you. so many more people that are willing to do stuff like this online because I know, especially when the pandemic hit, it was just like, Ooh, yeah. how, you know, like yeah. I need help. Where do I get it? And now, right. Yeah. And that's exactly um, around the time I went completely online because before I was kind of like hybrid, like I was still in the gym mm-hmm. um, nine to five. And then I would kind of do online for whoever would ask me, you know, on, mm-hmm. on Instagram or whatever. Um, but once the pandemic hit, I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. Like I got to, I got to step up. Um, and I think a lot of other, you know, fitness professionals did that. Um, yeah. so yeah, it, it worked. It, it worked out well. <laughs> nice. Well, good. No. And you, you have such, such a, like a vibrant energy about you. Um, and, and just like, even in our like interchange with like messages and stuff like that, I was just like, this is just so it sounds like a, such a cool person, like somebody that I would like to know and that I would love to work with. So yeah, yeah I appreciate yeah. you. Thank you. Of course. Um, but tell me how, how did, when did the light bulb, I guess, turn on when you got to like, oh my gosh, like healing and fitness, like they go hand in hand. Like Ooh, when okay. was that for you? So one thing um, that I learned very quickly at the beginning of my journey um, is how to, you know, push through those uncomfortable feelings in the gym, 
right? Mm -hmm. It's burning, right? When you're doing push-ups or you're out of breath when you're on the treadmill, right? That shit is uncomfortable. And yeah. you have to very quickly learn how to push yourself, right? Talk positively, um, you know, focus on something else so that you can, you know, keep working out or whatever it is for you. Yeah. Um, but I noticed that that was actually like a, a coping mechanism. Like you can actually do that outside of the gym <laughs> in other facets yeah. of life and yeah. improve those areas, right? So what you do in the gym and how you develop yourself when you're in the gym, which is just another uncomfortable place, right? Mm -hmm. You can actually cultivate characteristics and personality traits that will help you in, in the other areas of, of your life and your lifestyle. Um, so that was something I kind of picked up super quick. Um, what I didn't pick up super quick was how interconnected um, my healing and my physique, like my physical appearance was. Um, like, and this is what I was talking about in the video. Like a lot of people don't know when they start working on their, their trauma and stuff that your, you know, your motivation literally disappears, right? Yes. You don't even want to leave your house. Like you're like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't care. So that was one thing I struggled with. Another thing I struggled with was appetite. So like I would be hungry one day, like starving. And then the next day it was like, I didn't even need to eat any food at all. It was, it mm -hmm. was cray cray. So mm -hmm. that made my body weight fluctuate. It made my metabolism fluctuate. Um, my sleep schedule fluctuated a bit, which mm -hmm. of course impacted my performance in the gym. So I was like, yeah. okay, nobody told me this was going to happen. Nobody, right. nobody said anything <laughs> yes. about me losing all of my gains. Okay. I worked hard for these gains. I would like to keep them, please. Right. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. Like when, so, um, and what actually forced me to dive deeper into like the interconnectedness um, of these two topics was losing losing my mother so I lost her in 2019 and so like dealing with that and trying to be a fitness coach at the same time was hard <laughs> so I'm sorry for I had loss. to yeah I had to learn how to process my grief and and meet my needs and do all those things yeah. while also staying in in top physical shape because that is my job right so right um that kind of forced me to, you know, create tools and create habits and create coping mechanisms that kind of helped me move into that space where I could handle both at the same time. Um, mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I got to this place now. <laughs> yeah. So that's, oh, my heart, my heart goes out to you because I know, like I've personally dealt with grief too. And I know mm -hmm. it's, it's something that I can't even fathom you know, getting to a point of like losing my mom, like I get emotional yeah. just even thinking about it. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I can't. I can't even. I'm going to start crying over here. Um, oh, but, no, I'm sorry. No, no, you're <laughs> right. It's okay. But like, what were the steps that you took that kind of were like, okay, these are the things that I need to do to kind of level out that healing that processing that I'm doing yeah with my fitness journey like how how can I keep these gains how can I stay on top of everything while not losing myself in the process again good question um and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna talk about this on my channel a lot more I've already made you know like some content about it but um a lot of people are not gonna like what I'm about to say because um okay. yeah and it's okay we're about um, hard conversations here. That's okay. Right. Keep it real. Mm -hmm. um, I had to accept that the, the vision or the, 
the dream body that I was aiming for wasn't going to be achieved right then and there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I had lost, just lost my mom at the time I was running a gym. Like I was doing all these things, right. It's impossible for you to be perfect at everything all the time. <laughs> right. Right. And so in that moment I had to go, okay, I'm human. I'm going through some things right now. So let me reprioritize my, you know, my priority list. What is most important for me right now in order to move forward. Right. And this is what mm-hmm. I teach my clients on a daily basis like you only focus on those 24 hours, right? And you pick one, maybe two, no more than two things to focus on that day, right? Like sometimes it was as simple as, okay, number one is brushing my teeth. Number two is eating a meal, right? <laughs> like yeah, those two things are gonna pour into my emotional health in some way and I get to feed my body. Okay, cool, right? But other days it was like, okay, number one is workout and number two is meal prep, right? It just depended yeah. on the day. But I had to let go of the idea that I had to meal prep every week or that I had to work out every week or that I had to do this, you know, Mm. certain routine every day. Because if I did that, I would consistently disappoint myself and consistently be beating myself up, right? Like, oh, God, I can do better. Why can't I push through this? Why can't I just, uh," right? Mm -hmm. And I am a firm believer in, like, learning how to detach or disconnect from that hustle mentality or that hustle culture that we've been ingrained to to have um especially if you're in the u.s like we've been taught from a very young age you work hard you fucking do your best you give 110 percent every day right all those things but you have to when you start healing you have to understand that your 100 is going to look totally different you're becoming a totally different person now you have different needs you're becoming aware of the needs that you had that you weren't meeting right so Mm -hmm being at a hundred percent may not be, you know, working out five times a week for you anymore. Right. It may not be, you know, having the best social life anymore. Right. So the very first step I would say is being, um, or expanding your mindset a little bit, being more open-minded and letting Mm -hmm. go of what you think the journey is supposed to look like or how you think this is supposed to go. Okay. Once I kind of did that and I was like, okay, we're just going to take it day by day. Then Mm -hmm. I started focusing on meeting my needs on all three levels, physical, mental, and emotional. I was like, okay, I'm obviously not just a body, right? Because I'm having grief and sadness and all these other emotions that have nothing to do with my physical body, right? So I need to make sure that I take care of that part of me as well, right? So Mm -hmm. what does that part of me need? So I ask myself those kinds of questions. Um, Again, this is why having some kind of like space where you connect with yourself is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll talk about that, I guess, in a second. But I have a morning routine um, that I consistently do. And so in the morning, what I would do is go, okay, what do I need on a physical, mental, and emotional base like level? Mm -hmm. And then I would spend the next 24 hours trying to meet all of those needs. And then, you know, of course, as I kept at it, I got better at it (laughs) because it's not, it's definitely not something that you master overnight. Right. Um, But yeah. Once I got to the space where I could, you know, meet my needs on all dimensions on a daily basis, mm-hmm. then I started leveling it up, right? I started, you know, getting out of my comfort zone a little bit and making it more challenging. So then I would say, okay, um, I've met my needs on all these levels, but where can I excel, right? Like, okay, I took a, you know, like a 15 minute walk this morning. So I took care of my physical body, but maybe we can do a workout, right? Or I took care of my emotional needs by journaling this morning, but maybe I can call a friend today and connect with somebody, right? I tried to look for ways I could level up a little bit, right? And then as I did that, it got easier and easier for me to do more in all of those areas, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then next thing I know, it's like I'm living, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like I'm living a, a more whole life, like a fuller life. I don't know how to explain Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And even though like the external environment of my life hasn't really changed drastically, my experience has changed drastically because I'm healthier, like on all levels. Yes. Um, so yeah, it just feels so much better. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and I love that. Oh my gosh. I could hug you right now. It's, it's literally one of those things that I also try to teach my clients. It's like, you have to understand that you're not just a body. You're not just not. a single like part of you. You're all parts of you. And if you don't take care of every single part cohesively mm-hmm. and consistently, consistently, then you're not right. Because it's it's one of those things that they're like, oh, well, I'll just try out how this looked for a couple of weeks. And it was like, it oh, takes time for your body, <laughs> right? <laughs> like it takes like, time for your body to adjust to a certain exactly. thing. Like if you don't have that routine, if you don't have that consistency day in and day out, day in and day out, mm-hmm. then you're not going to feel a difference. You're going to be like, oh, that doesn't work. Right. That doesn't work. I teach my clients that your body is a physical manifestation of your past. It's literally a compilation of all of the habits and actions that you did on a daily basis for months or weeks or years or whatever, right? So when we're trying to change your body or change your health or even change your mind, right? Or improve your mental health, you have to understand that it's almost like you're doing, you're morphing from the old version of you to the newer version of you, right? And so like, it's, it's almost, I'm not going to say like a battle, but it's that, that, conflict or that struggle where people are like oh it's so hard comes from the old parts of you wanting to continue right mm-hmm. um creating the lifestyle or the reality that you created back then right but since right. you're trying to change those things <laughs> you yeah. have to consistently pour into the newer version of you until you know the other version of you that doesn't die off but becomes less active right? right and so that's how your body changes right like when you start eating healthy when you start exercising and you start doing all those things consistently mm-hmm. your body changes right mm-hmm. but what I get frustrated about um as being a fitness coach is that as soon as someone stops working with a coach or as soon as someone's finished with the program or something mm-hmm. right they do a challenge um they immediately go back to the old version of themselves. They go back to mm-hmm. sitting on the couch and watching Netflix all night. They go back to, you know, not caring about how much they eat. They don't yep. care about how much they move. They don't care about any of that stuff. And then they literally regain all of the weight and all of the, you know, the body fat that they lost, right? And like, how did this happen? And I'm like, well, you went back to being the old version of you. And again, your body is the compilation of your, ha- your actions and your habits. So Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Like it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And it's one of those things that holding yourself accountable. And I think that's why a lot of people look for a coach, you know, whether it's in wellness, like myself or like in fitness, like you, because it's, it's like, we need somebody to hold us accountable. We don't sort of trust ourselves to do the things that we need to Mm -hmm. do. And so we do a lot of the handholding, but at the end of the day, it's, our job as coaches to teach you the tools that you're going to need, but it's your responsibility to continue them. And it's your responsibility to just mm -hmm. push past the fear, push through it and Mm -hmm. get, and get to the other side because we are not going to be there forever. And that's what I tell my, my clients all the time. I'm like, look, you've got me for a month. You've got me for three months or you've got me for a year, but at the end of the day, you can still see my content. You can still kind of intake yeah, everything that up. I see. All right. But if you don't 
do anything with that knowledge. If you don't are action-based knowledge, then yes. you're not going to be able to do the things that you're telling me you want to do. I'm not right. going to be in your life hand-holding you forever. It is your right. responsibility to take that action and make the decision, which I think mm-hmm. is the hardest part for people, making nice. the actual decision to say, yep. today is the day that I change my life. Yep. We have such a hard time with the decision-making process, um, mm-hmm. especially in the U.S. Like we're so mm-hmm. used to being in our mental space and being in a mental level, right? Mm-hmm. We focused on strategizing and planning and like mm-hmm. working and all these things, right? But we never translate that stuff to action, to the physical body, to doing, yep. to moving, right? Yep. And so we have to reconnect with our body. We have to reconnect with the part of us that naturally knows that process. Okay, perceive, think, do right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a natural mm-hmm. thing that happens if you right. let it happen, right? And actually, I was about to say earlier, um, I don't hold my client's hands at all. <laughs> I do not. And I do that for this reason. Um, now, of course, I'm there to, to guide them and to answer questions and to give them instruction and whatever right. help they need, right? But right. in some moments, like, oh, I don't feel like working out or, oh, I don't know, you know, if eating this burger is the best choice, right? When they're in those types of moments, I don't say anything because they need to master the decision-making process. Right. And so I don't, I don't usually say anything until after when they're like, okay, coach, I know I was supposed to work out, but I didn't work out, what happened? <laughs> and we kind of you know, walk through your triggers and what kind of started that process to, to occur. But right. for the most part, that's not something that a coach can do for you, right? You have to mm-hmm. decide that, okay, my coach can tell me to eat healthy all day. Right. My coach can tell me to go work out all day. She can't make me do it. Right. Unless I go over there and grab your hands and legs and physically move your body, which again, right. I don't think would be ethical. A good, yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't make me do anything. And right. so from my perspective, I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna waste my energy trying to get you to think that I can make you do something. Right. Right. So from the very first day, I'm like, all right, this is how it's gonna go. I am your resource. I'm like your reservoir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whenever you need a refill, whenever you need help, whenever you need guidance, you come to me. Right. But mm-hmm. other than that, you have all of the tools that you need. One, I've given you right. All the tools that you need on an external level, but you have all the tools within you as well. You have all those things that you need on a mental and emotional level mm-hmm. to grow and progress. You mm-hmm. just have to allow that process to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's, Girl, we're gonna go out to brunch one day. I promise you. Like, <laughs> I'm supporting. Let's do yes. it. Yes, because and it's and it's something so important that I think people really, really, really need to understand is trauma. You know, kind of what I teach is like trauma is ingrained in your nervous system. Kind of what you were talking about. You know, it's like that oh, old version of you. You yeah. know, so you thinking and coming like, oh, now you're an adult, and saying oh, well, I'm, as an adult, I'm making the conscious decision to go to the gym every day and go for a run every morning and Mm -hmm. eat all the healthy things. Mm -hmm. But if your inner child is screaming at you and your subconscious and, Mm -hmm. and is, and is saying, but I'm, but I'm scared of getting judged. You think you're going to go to the gym where you don't know what you're doing at first. And you're going to feel safe in that environment. If you don't feel safe, you're not, you're not going to go and do the thing. And now you're just lying to yourself and now you're creating excuses and right. Oh, but no, you don't know but- why you're creating those excuses. Mm-hmm. You're just like, Oh, I just, I'm not motivated. I don't feel like going. That's not right. It. Right. Right. 
And if you don't dig deeper and if you don't go in, whether it's with therapy, whether it's with a wellness coach like myself, whether it's with journaling, whatever those resource is, right. and, and you don't figure out, oh, I act this way because of that. And because when I was seven years old, I was consistently judged or criticized or whatever. Or when I was five years old, I was, you know, I felt weak and I was bullied and I was mm-hmm. this, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, and now you were like, oh, but I'm not those things anymore. I, I don't get bullied every day right now. No, but you did. And right. your nervous system kept that in there. And so what's gapping mm-hmm. is your defense mechanism is going right. to act out with any little threat. It's going to be like, uh-uh, we're not, we're not going to do the thing. We're not going to do this. And so right. pushing past that is, is just a whole, a whole nother thing. Man. Like learning um, internal language, like learning what Mm -hmm. archetypes were was huge for me. Um, Mm -hmm. It just gave me the tools, like the ability to decipher what was actually going on on a thought pattern level. Like what you were talking about when you're like, okay, you go to the gym, but you feel anxiety and you're not comfortable. So you don't go back to the gym, but you can't figure out why, right? But learning that I had an inner child, learning that I had an inner saboteur, learning how I had Mm -hmm. an inner victim, right? Those types of terms helped me go, oh, this is my fault. (laughs) Yeah. I'm doing this. Okay, cool. And so once I figured that out, I was like, okay, whenever I'm in an uncomfortable situation, whenever I feel a negative emotion, it's no longer something to run from. It's literally a communication signal that tells me that one of these guys is in my way right? My inner child and my inner victim or my inner saboteur is doing something that is Mm -hmm. not aligned with the life I'm trying to create right now. And that anxiety or that depression or that anger is a sign that I need to make an adjustment, right? And so that's kind of what I I learned from getting that vocabulary and it was super helpful. Yes. See, think guys, I'm not the only one. Listen to (laughs) Mars. Like I'm- Listen to Joe. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's what you're talking about. Thank you. See, and it's so important because I feel like you can look your best. You can obviously, I know a lot of us go to the gym because we want to look our best. We want to feel good about our bodies, right? Which I'm, I'm totally for having a healthy body is super important. But I also think that you can work out as much as you want, but if you do not fix or if you do not heal rather what is inside, it's not going to matter how good you look. You're not going to feel what you're trying to get out of physical accomplishment. Speaking from personal experience, like when I was, you know, suicidal and depressed and all those things, I was a college athlete. Like I looked great. At least I thought I did. (laughs) I was in peak physical shape, right? But on the inside, I was miserable. And so we have got to shift, like just overall from focusing on how our life looks to how it feels. Like if you if yeah. you, you know, have all the things, you have the abs and the muscles and you've got the car and the house and the, the partner and you got all those things, but you feel like shit, what did you really accomplish? Like, right. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's, gosh, girl, yes, we preaching today. We woke up choosing wellness for sure. Talk about yourself all day, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it's so important because like, I believe personal fitness is such, is such, it's almost like a spiritual experience for me because like, even, Mm. even when I was like a ballroom dancer forever, like dance was my therapy. Dance was movement in itself was something that I treasured, you know, that I was like, 
this is how I process my emotions. This is how I get all the things like the music and just everything coming together. It was was just such like a therapeutic experience for me that I lived with every day. And obviously like teaching ballroom every single day of my life, I was working out eight hours a day almost, you know? And now that, you know, (laughs) right. But now that I'm like a mom and I have like my own business, it's like my hours aren't the same. And I have to learn I had to relearn how to like love my body. And I was like, okay, how can I turn that spiritual experience into now? Like, obviously I can't dance eight hours a day anymore. I can't do the things that I want to do, but physicality, moving my body, you know, Mm -hmm. is something that I still require because all that anxiety, all the stress, all the things like it not only reacts chemically in my brain, which obviously then helps you feel better. But it, it's that sort of like release, or I call it like kind of that letting go yes. of, of this control that we may have in our daily lives and saying like, mm-hmm. I can push through this. I can lift heavier. I can do that's hard an energetic things. energetic change in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's, what I, that's, that's what I think we experience when we say, you know, like spiritual, like I, I had a spiritual experience, like for mm-hmm. me broadening my awareness enough to feel that happening like as Mm -hmm. I you know like let's say I'm calming my nervous system down right Mm -hmm. like I'm stressed Mm -hmm. I can feel like my stress relief happening like my heart rate goes down my breathing gets easier right those types of things but I also feel the energetic release that let go like the tension just kind of goes right Mm -hmm. and that's not like a physical somatic thing so I was like oh okay so there's another level or another part of me that I haven't even been addressing. <laughs> right. right. There, and this is why I tell people too, like sometimes you have to spend time doing nothing. Cause like, even though you think you're at home relaxing or you think you're at home, you know, managing your stress or getting alone time or whatever, Preach. you're not because you're thinking a million thoughts a second or you're focused on something else. Right. And this is what moms do, right? Moms are a whole different breed of, of human. Like y'all are mm-hmm. some freaking superheroes. Like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know if your genes mutate or something after you have a baby, but y'all are freaking superhuman. Girl, um, so much happens. <laughs> man. But like you guys, you guys have, you guys have to do that. You guys have to, to mm-hmm. actually like go, okay. If I don't like get two seconds alone, I'm gonna lose my shit. So I'm going to the bathroom. Yep. I'm gonna take like three deep breaths and I'm gonna release that tension and I'm gonna go back out and do what I do, right? Like yep. you guys are mm-hmm. taking care of yourselves on those levels without even knowing it. So yeah. when I like found that, you know, phenomenon happening within myself, I was like, oh my gosh, that's another thing that I just need to teach, you know, other people how to do. Um, but I'm noticing it now more, of course, in, in everyday life. Like moms, you guys do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, but see like, okay. So when you notice that kind of energy shifting, kind of like, oh, I can, I can kind of snap out of it by, by breathing, by doing all these things, Mm -hmm. like what, what do you think was the most important key thing that you did? Was it the breathing? Was it the sort of like, okay, I need to get to a quiet place. Like, what do you think kind of was like, give you, I'm going to give you two things. Um, Okay. I, I don't think I can leave the other one out. So the first one is going to be being in nature, being outside. Yes. Um, you need to absorb another energy that isn't human, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that, you know, vibe that we get from being around trees and being around birds and being around, you know, wildlife, um, 
it made it easier for me to decompress and tap into that process where I'm like tapping to that energetic process of me letting go and me, you know, decompressing. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing that kind of helped was like broadening my focus. And I know that's like a broad way to say it, but like being able to notice in the moment when that process is happening, right? Like I, I talk about masculine and feminine energy a lot with my clients mm-hmm, um, because mm-hmm. I spent so much time in a masculine energy. I was mm-hmm. always doing or focused on doing or strategizing or trying to figure out what to do next, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would notice myself getting into that energy, right? My thoughts would be, you know, all over the place. Um, it's hard for me to be in my body, right? Like I haven't eaten in six hours. Like how did I not notice that I didn't, I haven't eaten in six hours, right? Cause I'm so in my masculine energy right now, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So noticing that and going, ah, okay. I know it's happening right now. <laughs> I'm going to take yeah. a break, right? I'm yeah. going to take a breather. Um, I'm going to, um, you know, do some yoga or something like that, right? I didn't pick breathing exercises because it was different from moment to moment. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I needed to go outside and be in nature. Other times I needed to lay in bed, right? It just depended on what I needed in that moment um, mm-hmm. to kind of facilitate the energetic process. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say being aware of what's happening, like on an energetic level and knowing yourself enough to go, okay, this is what I need. This is what's happening right now. If I don't want to self-sabotage, or if I don't want to get to a place where I'm being unhealthy, I need to do this. Right. right. So those are the two things I think that helped me the most. I love that. And I definitely agree. Nature is such, such a thing. I, so it makes me laugh because my a lot of the people that know me closely will be like you are a thousand percent a city girl like you in the middle of the wilderness is not a thing like man I hear all the time but but I love the beach I'm a beach girl at heart so whenever I would go to the beach I noticed a shift where I was just at peace and it was like wait it kind of like the light bulb turned on for me and I was like yeah okay so I'm gonna step out of my comfort zone I'm gonna go camping Ooh, and I'm like going to do right. And I'm going to do these other right things. <laughs> right. And I was like, it was one of those things that like the first, when I did, I was like, I'm in the middle of the wilderness. There could be bears, like every possibility that was Bob like negative. Cats, would, be anything. Right. Yeah. And then it wasn't a point where like, I was sitting, you know, with my friend and I was sitting outside and I was just looking around. And again, in that piece of, mm. <sighs> Yeah, no, it was like, okay, I guess I like nature now, you know, it, but it was, it was such a feeling. It wasn't even like the, the act of let's go camping or let's go outside. Right. It was, it was the feeling of just this piece, this, like my brain was magically turned off this yes. sort of, um, yeah, like this energy shift that I was like, this is, this is what it's about okay. because let's talk about what you just said, which I think is absolutely magical. People sometimes need to do nothing. Yes. And a lot of people, I think when they're in their fitness journey, think I have to go hard. I have to go hard every things. day, all day, right. every day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, your body Stop. needs to recover. Right. No, exactly. no. 
man, I get this all the time, especially from like newer clients, like people who just start working with me. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I get a little frustrated because they're like, they're ready to like do all the stuff. Like, okay, coach, I want to work out twice a day and I want to eat, you know, drink all the protein shakes. And I'm going to get all the steps in. I want to do all the things. Right. And I'm like, okay, I do things a little differently. We're going to focus on increasing your muscle mass, right? We're going to focus on things that are actually going to help change your body on a more permanent level. Right. So I'm going to need you to sit down more then you're being active, right? Because your muscle tissue is actually grown during rest when you're recovering, right? So if you're moving around and you're jogging and you're doing all this other extra stuff, you are burning away the hard work that we have just done in the gym, right? So actually getting them to do nothing is a whole process. We're like, okay, I actually have to sit here and do nothing. And they think it's gonna be easy. Like, oh, I can do that. Okay, it's fine. I'll just sit on the couch and watch TV. But then they do it and they're like, coach, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, just sit there. And they're like, but I can't like, and I'm like, you don't have to do anything. But our, like our brains are so used to going and doing, mm -hmm. right? That when it's finally time to stop or your body's ready to stop and your mind is still going, right? You're in that space where you're like, okay, I don't, I don't know how to completely relax and completely mm -hmm. ground myself, right? And mm -hmm. just be, because I'm so used to my focus being outside of me, right? Right. Um, I'm actually going to talk about this today on TikTok. They're probably not going to like me, but, um, That's a lady okay. asked me, she was like, what do I do when I want to work on, you know, my mental and physical health, but I'm tired all the time. Right. Like I'm, I get home from work and I'm just exhausted. Rest. And I'm like, okay, if you are too tired to work on yourself or to improve your life, you are pouring into someone's cup more than your own. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is how it is. Yes. And going to through the process of reprioritizing yourself is uncomfortable because mm -hmm. part of that is learning how to do nothing, right? Being mm -hmm. okay with being by yourself and with yourself and holding space for yourself and doing all those things that need to happen in order to open the door for your healing, right? But if you can't Absolutely. even be alone, <laughs> you always work in or socializing or doing something, you don't even have the space. So right that's a whole other, yeah that's the whole part of the process that that some mm -hmm. people find uncomfortable but yeah it's it's definitely needed definitely needed see and and that's oh yes and i know i've <laughs> talked about it in other episodes if you're listening but something that i always say and like my clients will vouch for me and and say one of the main questions that i ask when we first do our intake and i'm bringing a client on or whatever mm. and i'll ask them how do you feel about yourself when you're by yourself mm, i love and, that and then Ooh. they just kind of look at me and they're, they, it's, yeah, they're it's like, like the uh, puppy. It's like the puppy yeah. look. It's like the, what? Uh -huh. And I'm like, how do you feel about yourself? When you're what by right. yourself? Yeah. And, and sometimes they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, then that means that you are afraid that you have fear of being with yourself. Right. And that's what we need to explore. Right. Why are you so scared to be with your own thoughts. Why are you so scared to be by yourself? And the minute that light bulb turns on and they're like, oh, you know, and that a lot issue. of it is like, can we work through this? And I was like, it's yeah. going to take a minute. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. But that is the first thing we need to figure out. Because if you're not, Very first you know, thing. like if you're not focused on yourself yep. and if you're not well with yourself, you're not going to be well with anybody else. You can right. put up a front, you can put up a mask, you can put up a wall, you can do whatever you want. You can That's avoid it right there. That's right? the whole 
that could be my slogan right there. <laughs> Preach it, girl. But you know, if, if you're not those things, how are you going to be able to serve anybody else, your community, your family, your kids, your any, you know, and, and it's, and it's such a dynamic, I think, generational shift as well, where yeah, a lot of our parents definitely. and our grandparents were like, work, 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 provide for the kids, provide for the family, do, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. And we were here, our generation was just kind of like, but are you okay? You know, right. it was kind of that question of like, like when do you take care of you? You're drinking every night. Like what's going on? Right. <laughs> you know? right. And it's a lot of toxicity and a lot of like traits that can carry on. And that's how generational mm-hmm. trauma ensues. And then yep. that's how learned, uh, you know, behavioral patterns happen. And exactly. that's how all these other things happen that mm-hmm. I try to stress so much that I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm an advocate for therapy, but if you don't want therapy, get a coach. This is also why like you literally just proved how your trauma is connected to your physical health. Mm -hmm. If you are drinking every night and you're smoking every day because you Mm -hmm. haven't processed wounds, right. Mm -hmm. And you pass that habit onto your kid. Now you just created generational trauma, generational Mm -hmm. health issues, right. Alcoholism, liver cirrhosis, all that stuff is going to happen. Right. Because Mm -hmm you haven't dealt with an internal issue. That's crazy to me. Like it blows my mind every time. (laughs) Right. And it's also like your physical body, I think is such, not only is it a vessel, but I think it's, it's, you only have one. You only have one. You don't get a backup. (laughs) Right. And if you don't, it's not like you can have like, you know, transplants. It's like, you have one body, you have one. Mm -hmm. And if you don't Mm -hmm. take care of it, if you're not there to nurture it and fuel it, with the right things, with the proper things, and not just by like nutritional means or anything like that, but like mentally, like what are you consuming on social media? What people are right. you around? What vibes are you like constantly around? Are you constantly Your diet stressed? is not just what you eat. I agree. Yes, yes. I agree. So it, it's those things that I feel are super important. It's like, I tell a lot of my clients this, it's like, oh, but they're my family. Oh, but they're, I'm like, but are they toxic? Did they beat the living crap out of you for like 15 years? Yeah. Like you're not a fixer. You deserve to live a full life too, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like stepping out of the people pleasing, stepping out of those like trauma reactions, mm-hmm. you know, are the things that I feel fitness has a beautiful way of like helping us heal if done the right way if done right if done properly definitely which is another reason why I absolutely adored you because I was just like (laughs) she gets it like she she's like that's in my opinion like fitness done right because Mm. you can't just do the push-ups and the sit-ups and the lifting and the thing it's like I've seen I've seen a lot of guys and even girls like they go and they lift and they do all this thing and then they're angry and I'm like why are you mad, bro? Right. What's, what's the problem? Like, what's what you, I mean, I thought you were a beast, like high five. I thought you did great. great. What's going on? Right. (laughs) And a lot of it would be like, that's not enough. Or like, oh, I sucked. And I'm like, why are you talking to yourself that way? That used to be me. That used to be me. Mm -hmm. That used to be me. Um, when I got to the, yeah, when I got to the space where I was, I felt like I was doing better. Like, I was like, okay, I feel like I've gotten in a headspace where I can survive from day to day, right? I'm not going to fall apart. Um, and I'm also pretty healthy. Like, I look the way I want to look, those types of things. 
Um, I didn't realize that I would want more, right? Like we as humans, we're always going to crave more. Yes. <laughs> more money, more love, more attention, more, 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 right? Yeah. And so I wanted more confidence. I wanted more strength. I wanted more muscle. I wanted all the other like all the things. <laughs> and I burnt myself out. I literally burnt out my nervous system. Mm-hmm. I burnt out my muscular system trying to push it past its limits because I just couldn't be satisfied with what I had. And I couldn't be, you know, with the present moment and go, okay, you've come a long way. Like we went from having panic attacks and being depressed all day and not working out for two months to having a consistent routine and mm-hmm. eating good food and going to bed mm-hmm. at night. Like you, that, that's, that's a win, Kia. That's a win. Absolutely. Right. But you gotta, sorry, my phone went off. <laughs> it's okay. um, you gotta stop and smell the roses. Like you gotta stop and notice those things. Um, this is also like, if you've ever seen my channel, you'll see me like I do flex videos where like I'm mm-hmm. like flexing in front of the camera. And I do that to teach my clients how to intentionally look for wins, how to intentionally look for the small changes in their body, right? Because if you spend every week going, oh, oh my God, I think I see more muscle on this side, or oh, I think I see an ab coming in right here, or oh, I think I lost a little bit more weight in my chest, right? If you can do that, it's going to be easier for you to notice when, you know, you're actually making progress, right? And when you're not, Um, and you'll actually direct your focus to negative things a lot less right in life yeah not just you know in the gym so I think it's beautiful I love love yes so okay let me ask you one more question and then we'll definitely let you go um (laughs) if you could give like one just the 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 creme de la creme kind of like piece of advice of like how or why healing your trauma is so important while you're going through your fitness journey what would it be? What would you tell them? Like, this is the place where you start. This is what you need to do to make sure that your fitness and your healing go hand in hand and you're sick. You're on, you get to the other side. Okay. So I think understanding that your thoughts create your emotions and your emotions create your feelings and your feelings create your decisions. If you understand that mm. process, You understand that your trauma and that your emotional health is linked to the choices you make every day, right? Including the choices about your body and your health, right? So Mm -hmm. understanding that process and then paying more attention to that process from day to day is what's really going to help you the most. Um, I think if you can literally just ask yourself, hey, what do I need, right? On a mental Mm -hmm emotional and physical level, what do I need, right? I know that when all those levels are good, I make better choices, right? And if my body is a reflection of all of the choices I've made and I keep Mm -hmm. making good choices, my body's gonna change, right? Yeah. So I think starting there, learning that process, understanding how you go through that process personally, right? In Mm -hmm. your body. And Mm -hmm. then asking yourself what you need on all three of those levels to be healthier and be, you know, fuller or fuller, I guess, mm-hmm. um, is where you should start. I love that. Okay, guys. So you know where to start. I'm going to hold you to it as, as, as much as I can on my end. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. but if you were to need somebody like Mars, where can they reach you? How can they get a hold of you? Where can yeah. all the things tell us where to mm-hmm. find you? All the things. Um, so I'm actually like broadening my, my reach this year. So you're going to see me in a lot more different places, but for now I'm on Instagram and TikTok. Um, Mars fitness is the name. 
Um, I'm starting a YouTube channel. I'm starting a podcast this year. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, if anybody needs to like ask me personal questions or like questions they don't feel comfortable, you know, opening up about on social media, they mm-hmm. can email me at marsfitnesstraining at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mars. I yes, thank you so adored much, this conversation. Yes. You're an we have awesome back to, like, human being. Brunch or something, because like you are lit. I, I like this conversation. We try. <laughs> We try. But you guys, thank you so much for staying staying tuned for another episode. Again, please go follow Mars, support her. She is she's an awesome human being. And I will see you next week on another episode of All Things Wellness. And that was our episode for today. If you would like to learn more, please hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to stay tuned on upcoming episodes. If you would also like to follow us on social media, you could find us at Empower Co. Or you can follow me at Empower Joe, J-O, on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much, and I hope you have an amazing day. I love you.